Welcome to Campfire Chronicles, Hello. the official podcast of Adventure Archives. <laughs> I'm Robbie Huang. We're going to go around the table real quick to find out who everybody is. Let's start out with Thomas in California. Thomas, what's your name? Hello, my name is Thomas, I think. Uh, yes, my name is Thomas. I live in Los Angeles, California, and I used to be in Ohio. And who is in Ohio? Let's start with the A name. All right, my name is Andrew. <laughs> I am in Ohio, indeed. And uh, I am Brian, brother of Andrew, and I am also in Ohio. <laughs> we uh, should yes. figure out how everyone is related. Brother Conan. Oh, we might as well do that. Yeah, I guess most not, not a lot of people know that. So I'm Robbie, and Brian and Andrew are my cousins, and they live in Columbus, Ohio. And somehow they know Thomas. Andrew, why don't you explain how you <laughs> Yeah, Thomas. Thomas has lived next door to me ever since I was a kid. And then he moved two houses down and we sort of lost connection for a while. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, I think we kind of did, but then we became good friends again. <laughs> no, to be fair, that was between you were in high school and I was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big difference. Yeah, you're a little emo. Can't, and can't, associate, <laughs> can't associate with those young youngins. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, I want to share a funny story about that. So in 2008, all of us decided to go to Yellowstone. And 2009. 2009? Mm -hmm. yeah. It was 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2009. Well, we decided in 2008. But in anyways, um, <laughs> Thomas was doing the majority of the planning for the trip. And he, along with that, Andrew was helping him. And Not then much, at one though. point, I was... I oh guess, really? So Thomas was basically doing everything. I guess you I helping that much. I guess I did a little bit. Then he like turned all my ideas down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I well, did. Well, anyways, at, at some point I'm like, guys, like, what is Thomas? How old is Thomas? And then Andrew is like 15, and I was like, wait a minute, wait. He's a minute, 16, wait a but. <laughs> oh, he was 16. No, I, I no, was I was like, 15. I was 15. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah. 15. Yeah, yeah. I was 25 at the time, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. I was like, why is the 15-year-old doing the planning for this cross-country trip? But that was a great trip, and I have many fond memories of that. <laughs> we got to go back there sometime, too. That'd be amazing. That we do. Well, speaking of places that start with why, where are we going <laughs> on August 5th? Thomas, why don't you let everybody know where we're going? Well, uh, the folks from Ohio are finally coming out to visit me in the sunny dry state of california we're going to yosemite and yosemite is about a four and a half hour drive from where i live and i've been there once before back in 2011 and i fell in love with the place and every single day i've wanted andrew brian and robbie to come with me back there to see just how amazing this place is going to be <laughs> so now i'm excited to do that i was about to say if you love it why don't you marry it and then I was thinking, I was like, well, if I could marry Yosemite, I probably would. <laughs> it's just a slippery slope from there, though. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I, I have a funny follow-up joke to that, but I won't say There it. are no Grand Tetons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyways, so I'm unfamiliar with Yosemite as a whole. I know I've seen pictures and everything, and I know John Muir is all about Yosemite. Is John Muir all about Yosemite, or am I thinking something else? No, it's Yosemite. No, he... Yeah, he's Yosemite. Okay, you well... Can, you can actually go there, and they have a museum about John Muir, and they have a guy that impersonates John Muir, and you can watch one of, one of his shows. Lee Stetson, right? Lee Stetson. Oh, right. Yeah, I've seen him before. 
Okay, well, cool. So, where all exactly are we going? Like, uh, what are what are the specific hot spots that we're going to hit? Sure. Uh, well, you guys are going to come in, and we're going to drive up uh, late on a Wednesday. And the initial plan was to go to the Mariposa Grove, which is this grove of giant sequoias. And it's, it's, the problem is that's actually closed until twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah. 2017. So 2017. Wow. Why? Yeah, no, that's a long time. Uh, they say restoration purposes. So maybe they're improving trails. Maybe they're making the trail safer. I don't know. Point is, we're not going to be able to see big trees. Uh, or if we do, we'll have to illegally get in. I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and document that and put it on the internet for everybody to see. <laughs> Illegal activity. Uh, so we're going to spend the night near there. Then the next day, we're going to try and get a campsite at one of the hardest campsites to get in the valley. Uh, there's no reservations. It's first come, first serve. Oh. So, guys, we're going to have to wake up at 6 a.m. and get there really <laughs> early. Uh, do we have a backup plan if we can't get any? Uh, Sleep in the car. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never again. No, the there's... backup plan is we make friends with somebody who already has a campsite there. Be like, yo, yeah, guys, yeah. you want to be in the video? <laughs> or we or we just I pretend have, like we belong there. I got a lot of backup plans. Uh many of them, you know, will have to just follow suit as it happens. But worst case scenario, we hit the trail one day early. Oh yeah, and, that might be uh, good actually cuz just make our trip a little longer. Get part of the uphill out of the way. I don't know. Mhm. Man, that I am so excited. This like I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun. All right, so we get our campsite, and then we're going to do a day hike just to kind of get acclimated to the high altitude. And that day hike is going to be – it's a loop. We're going to start off on the mist trail, and it's called the mist trail because as you hike it, uh, the mist from the waterfall covers absolutely everything. Uh, it's hard to see the sunlight come through just because there's it's, it feels like you're hiking in a wet cloud. Have you and actually you hike, been there? I've I've done this hike before. It's beautiful. Sweet. So once you make it to the top of that waterfall, there's another waterfall you go to, and that is going to be Nevada Falls. So once we get to Nevada Falls, that's almost halfway up Half Dome, but we're not going to be doing Half Dome this time. Uh, so we're going to cross that <clears throat> river and then circle back down on the John Muir Trail a uh, different way. So it's a nice, healthy six-mile loop. That we should be able to do. There's a lot of up involved, so we can start training for the. There's like eight the miles long. of up, right? Uh, on on the when we first start backpacking, but that's a day hike. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Okay, well that that's okay. Anybody who's listening won't know what the heck we're talking about. Anyways. It's too confusing <laughs> without a map. But um, so basically, day one, we're gonna just start with a loop, and then that's to get us acclimated for day two or day, day three. Day two. Uh, day two in the valley, I should say. Day two is when we're gonna actually going to start backpacking. Oh, that's what I was thinking of, uh, about, yeah. Yeah. And okay, when we so start... when we start backpacking, where are we going to go? Like, what are the hot spots that yeah, are, what's, we're going to Yeah, what's hit? that big view called? Okay, so you're going to start off, and there's going to be about 100 switchbacks or so. And then we're going to oh, – our man. first big view is going to be at the top of Lower Yosemite Falls, which – you see, you look up and you see some falls. You look down and you see some falls. So it's more than two scoops of raisins. <laughs> Just make sure you see the falls and don't <laughs> fall yourself. 
<gasps> yes. Well, let's hope that the falls are there. They might be dry by the time. That's true. But we'll see. And then after that, we're going to make it up to the top of Upper Yosemite Falls. Oh, man. Which, if you've ever seen Lord of the Rings, uh, that stair step that Frodo and Sam take up to like to whatever the spider is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Not really. Yeah, the spider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you know what I'm talking about. The big, it's all right. You're basically just on this foot wide stair built into the side of a mountain and you don't want to fall and die. Wait, is it like uh, right on the edge we, then? It's right on the edge, but the nice thing is like, it's not a thousand foot death. It's only maybe about a five foot fall. Now, is this oh, on day okay. two? Uh, this is day two in the valley, yeah. Day one okay. of backpacking. So basically, day two, the big thing is the falls, right? Yes, yes. Now, are and we then camping we're gonna... on the falls that night, or how does that we're work? Camp, we're camping near the falls at a place called North Dome, which gives you a great view of Half Dome right across from the valley. Sweet. Okay, well then, so on day three, what are we doing? Yeah, is that all, all downhill right, from there? Day three, we're, it's going to be significantly easier. It's going to be kind of a small, easy downhill hike uh, until we get to this crossing where the trailhead crosses a stream. So we should be able to fill up on some water there and uh, pitch a tent. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. So then day three, what is like the main attraction? All right. On Sunday, our last day, uh, it should be... In the morning, one of the hardest things we've done, uh, which is going down one of the steepest exits of the valley. Huh. And as once we hit the bottom, it's all flat from there. We keep hiking, and then we'll pass by Mirror Lake, which is a beautiful lake at the foot of Half Dome. And we will oh, pop man. out on the other side, take a uh, bus back to our campsite, and head home. Sweet. And then, so what's our post-hike meal? Do you have anything planned, or are we just going to find something? Well, it depends on how fancy we want to get. Man, I want to eat the finest raw elk available. Let <laughs> it stir into the oven and bring it out. <laughs> Wait, are we camping at Mirror Lake, or by then are we already on the way out? I don't think we're allowed to camp by Mirror Lake, okay. just because that's too close to but civilization. But that, that, that steep downhill you were saying, is that while we're hiking out or do we camp before that we camp before that okay cool well i'll say right I, before that i've said it before i'll say it again i'm i'd much prefer downhill than uphill anyway so i yes compared to the uphill we're gonna do the first day of backpacking mm-hmm. it'll be nice we're gonna take our sweet time on that yeah i'm i'm down it, so what is the total mileage that we're looking at doing uh, i think it's about 17 miles does that sound right andrew yeah i think so over the course of three days? Over the course of three it days. It might even the be worth day. doing the first day. Like, I don't know. What? I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe it'd be worth doing the first day part of the uphill. But but I don't know. Yeah, uh, No, I, I don't know. Because you can't, you can't <clears throat> camp up on there. You have to do that all in one day. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's a very popular hike, which is why we should plan on leaving sooner if we want to start filming. Cool. It's, okay, it's well, that sounds like a lot of fun. So we're doing that in a little over a week now right a week and a half oh man yeah in two weeks we will be sitting on top of a mountain looking at half dome awesome okay well my my curious or i'm kind of curious what you guys are going to bring for food 
And I know what I'm going to bring, but do you guys have specific things in mind that you're going to bring? I'm bringing dehydrated stuff only, like lightweight dehydrated meals. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I actually was planning on discussing this with Thomas since, I mean, since we've got to fly over there. Yeah. You know, what stuff would be practical to bring in the first place and what stuff should we just, you know, maybe pick up while we're there or something like that. I don't know. It's just something... I hadn't, I hadn't, I had nothing fancy planned at the, at least for the time being. <laughs> I don't want to carry a glass jar. I don't know if you're going to do that, Robbie, but I'm not carrying it. I'm probably going to use a, a plastic jar mm-hmm. for my sauerkraut, and then <laughs> I'm just going to have beef jerky, beef jerky and sauerkraut. Didn't you just make a comment about that actually at Red River Gorge about how like you were like, why am I always carrying a glass jar? I don't need this glass jar. <laughs> well, not only that, but I bring a half gallon. Like, a half gallon for three days is, like, way too much. Yeah. Now, are you Got kraut for days. Are you going to be bringing that uh, kimchi on the airplane? <laughs> no. Heck, he's going to be eating it on the plane. Let that infiltrate everyone's nostrils. They might nostrils. not even let that because there's liquid in it. You know, we all know yeah, how... Yeah, I don't know how the liquid works. I If if I have to check it, I'm just going to check it. We all know you can make bombs from kimchi juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that bomb. fermented gas is built up in that glass yeah. jar. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. If I can borrow your dehydrator, I might, like cook some meals, and then try to dehydrate them as is. Oh, you know what? The dehydrator's still at the house. Oh, really? So you can just pick that up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot to bring it home. So, Well, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is the first two days that we're hiking, there probably isn't going to be much water for us to use. So we're probably going to want to try and avoid some stuff that involves a lot of water for cooking. Mm. Well, then. Mm. Well, on that note, I'm bringing coffee. We are having right. coffee on the trail. I don't know. I, I got to research how exactly we're going to make it, but I think I'm going to try to get like a little French press for it. But have you seen? Uh, was it? Wasn't it your friend um, who had like a little hand like pressing thing for his coffee? Was it? Do you remember that, Andrew? Yeah, that, that's called a Someone French was press. At, well, uh, I mean, I've seen like the like the stand up ones where you actually. I, I didn't. I didn't know like the handheld one was like a standard typical French press too. I thought those were kind of like designed to be more portable and compact for people who are on the move. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But the one that I would bring is small. It's glass though, so I'd have oh. to find a way to. Oh no, no. Well, see, because I, I, okay. So I don't remember who it was, but anyways, I had worked with someone who sat in a desk across from me, and he would often make coffee in the morning, and it was, um, it was almost like a syringe. He would like, he would put the coffee grounds in this thing, and then. <laughs> Uh, he would literally press it by hand, the, the coffee through it. So you didn't need like a glass container or anything like that. Uh, and then it would just kind of like press the coffee out to another end of the syringe. That's cool. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Okay, well, I mean, as a suggestion, you could look into that because that would probably be more conducive to travel and camping. I'm not cool. I don't know what I'm going to do about the water thing because. I want to bring really lightweight stuff, but well, you have to bring water. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> what? There's no, there's no, 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 no I mean, in terms there, of dehydrated like... meals, because like, oh, oh, well, I mean, what did you say, Grievous? Two days? I think we can. I don't know that. Yeah, uh, two nights. Well, anyways, we're getting we're getting off track here. Yeah, that's okay. Well, and in any case, <laughs> I think everybody's excited. We're gonna have to find some water sources, and hopefully, the drought in California is not so bad that we're by the end of it dying or something. <laughs> Although that will make for a really good entertaining episode <laughs> if that happens. We did just have our first thunderstorm all year last weekend. Oh, oh really? Yeah. 
That's a so, bit encouraging. Just just quick side question. Where exactly does California get its water from then? Is it like they uh, ship it from New Mexico or something? <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you ask because I kind of did some research on this. Uh, the Sierra Nevadas, uh, a lot of the snow that happens up there kind of you know, melts once it gets a little warmer and goes into this Kern River. And there's tons of reservoirs down in the southern part of the Sierra Nevadas. Uh, and then there's these aqueducts that go from the Sierra Nevadas through the San Joaquin Valley and kind of pop up all throughout Southern California. Hetch, Hetchy even supplies water to San Fran, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, up, up north there. Yeah. Boy, this is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was quite entertained. But... <laughs> well, well, the reason okay, I say well... Hetch Hetchy is because it's Yosemite related. but <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Hetch Hetchy. That's such a strange name. Like, all of these, like, the Tetons, Hetch Hetchy, like, those words don't exist anywhere else in the language. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think that's it for the Yosemite trip. Is there anything else that you guys want to add about the trip itself? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to dying. I think, you know, you guys on the just, uphill. like, on that note, I, I love trips where you actually have to fly to get there. Because it feels so much more like an adventure. Like, you feel like you're actually, like, really going somewhere. Like, if you have a car to fall back on, you can always have all your stuff in there. And then you can always drive somewhere else. But if you fly somewhere, you're there. Like, you can't just, mm -hmm. like, leave at the drop of a hat. Or, like, you know, like, retreat to, like, your little base camp or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you really feel like you're doing something, like, different and new and exciting. Man, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be real good. <laughs> Okay, cool. I well, I think, uh, Thomas, do you want to stick around for the next segment, or do you have to go? Uh, I have not been contacted by the person that's requiring me to go. So if we want to talk <laughs> about uh, personal things like who we are and stuff, I'm down to stick around. But if you're going to talk about Red River, I probably should head out. Okay, well, if we're going to – let's just go ahead and talk about personal things. Since this is our first episode <laughs> – we can use this as kind of a way to introduce ourselves more than what we just did at the beginning. Yeah. So, uh, Thomas, on that note, why don't you just start and then give us your background in whatever you want to talk about <laughs> and whatever your current life situation. About. Yeah. Well, well um, so Andrew kind of said that I grew up next to you guys. Well, not Robbie. Robbie was in Indiana. Uh, but I grew up to grew up next to Andrew, and we I've kind of always had an affinity for outdoor things because was it the creek that we used to go up and down? Oh Andrew? yeah, yeah. We we'd go to the yeah, park we, too a lot with our families. Oh and stuff. yeah, we did. You your family would always take me to high banks, mm -hmm. uh, and my family wouldn't take you anywhere because I guess they don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> well then, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no, we used to like swing on vines and look for fossils and hopefully your parents don't listen to this, Thomas. <laughs> so yeah, we used no, to swing on vines. Just be like, yes, that's true. I don't love animals. <laughs> Bad influence. Oh, I was just talking to your uh, dad and I have some good stories. I need to remember what it was, but anyway, go on. <laughs> so uh we would do some hiking here and there. Uh, we would follow this creek up and down our backyards and pretend to get in epic sword fights and stuff like that. Uh, and we always kind of wanted to go and 
do bigger, cooler things. And then one day we just said, sure, why not? Uh, you guys took me to Hocking Hills. That was the first time I ever went camping. Wow, really? Okay, uh, well, hold on. We need to do a quick aside on this. Uh, we'll finish your thought real quick. Hold on. Sorry. Uh, I was going to do my Hocking Hills story. Uh, okay. I oh, yeah. fell in love the with Hocking Hills. Yeah, before you get into that, I, I want to clarify something. Or I want to ask Andrew a question because I'm, I can't really remember. The details are kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. But when did we start getting interested in the outdoors? Was it like right before Sunjan took us to Hocking Hills for the first time? I think or- Sunjan. So Sunjan is my brother, and in 2007, which was the year I graduated from college, he took me, Brian, and Andrew to Hocking Hills, and that was like our first experience ever, like camping. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've done camping before, where you take a car and you park in an RV lot, <laughs> and then you get in a tent, and then some people call that camping. I call that garbage. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, our first real experience was when my brother took us camping to Hocking Hills. But I vaguely remember that we were getting interested in it before then, or am I just remembering that? No, I think it happened when we went to uh, Sleeping Bear. Like, we went to Torch Lake with my family. Oh, right, yeah. And, like, we borrowed one of my dad's friend's houses right by the lake and got, like, kayaked on the lake. That was amazing. Then we drove up to Sleeping Bear and hiked on the dunes. And I think that's really where, like, the seed was planted. Because I actually remember having a specific thought, like... I don't know why I never realized this, but I was like, wow, there's actually like sun rays that are visible like in the sky. And like, for some reason, I thought that was just something in a cartoon or something like. Yeah, no, that's funny because like those God rays you see in clouds, like you see those all the time in the sky boxes and video games. (laughs) But until then, in 2006, when we went to Sleeping Bear, I didn't realize that those were real either. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we we never bothered to look or something (laughs) like I don't know what was wrong with us. We were inside too much. But yeah, now that you say it, I guess Sleeping Bear in 2006 was when we initially like really started to get that mm-hmm. bug and that itch to go outside and explore. So anyway, after we went to Hocking Hills, we took you to Hocking Hills, Grievous? Or, you sorry, took me to Thomas? Hocking Hills. Yes. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick aside, I... quick aside. Thomas's nickname is Grievous from Star Wars, General Grievous. So if I ever say Grievous, that's who I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of stuck since uh, since we insisted on it sticking. Since for, <laughs> since for forever. Uh, yeah, so it was a February it was a February weekend. I remember that, um, and it was a bizarrely warm March weekend. Yeah, was it March? Yeah, it was, yeah, during, it was during my spring break. We had just visited Robbie in New York, and we came back. Oh, that's right. Well, it was really warm for a winter month, I remember. And we went to Hocking Hills, and it was great. It was a little chilly, but Hold still on. Who seasonably was there? warm. All of us uh, and Danny and Carl, who are... Okay, so th- it was that trip, mm-hmm. right. And Danny is yeah. your cousin on the other side of the family, Robbie. And Carl's his friend who wore a flight suit. Carl <laughs> is his friend whose actually name is Adam. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you don't ever remember his name. So. Well, he and goes it, by Carl. You should know. Uh, it sh- you guys, people should know that this team kind of came a- about from uh, a bunch of late night Halo matches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so, funny. Like, a lot of friendships have been made over Halo. Like, we, a lot of people. <laughs> Who somebody I was talking to? Oh right, somebody thought that Thomas was Asian. No, yeah, because... it, was, it was your cousins. <laughs> so your cousins were coming to Ohio, so we could all meet up for this. And they Thomas invited to, them to his church's fish fry, and they're like, okay, look for an Asian guy because obviously Andrew's neighbor is Andrew and Brian's neighbor will be Asian. 
And Thomas, <laughs> I, I thought the same. Th- yeah, Thomas was like, "Well, Robbie's cousin's got to be Asian." So they're both looking for Asian guys, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all white. Like, <laughs> uh, so oh, we man. we meet up. We go to Hiking Hills. Uh, I we all have an amazing time. We find this like really cool abandoned staircase made out of rocks, and we go under a waterfall, and it's just phenomenal. Oh yeah, I forgot about to, that. We get to the campsite that night. And we can tell mm. that the temperature is starting to drop, and it's acting the way it should for a March day. Uh, <laughs> Andrew and the I, best story. <laughs> Andrew and I are sharing a tent. This is the first time I've gone camping with Andrew, and we hear a rumble nearby, and we can tell that a thunderstorm's coming in. The wind starts picking up, and we, you know, we're like, okay. We should probably get ready for a thunderstorm. We look up and we're like, oh, crap. We didn't put the uh, the no. rain fly on. I don't think they even brought a rain fly, though. Like the tent. No, they didn't, did they? Yeah, it was their fault, not ours, man. <laughs> that's, that's my, so we're, that's we're, my we're, side of the story, at least. We're, we're, we're sitting there and we're like, uh, okay, we can, you know, we're men. We can sit through this. Yeah, we were like, if and... Les Stroud can do it, we can do it. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and if Les Stroud have... can do it alone in like the boreal forest, then we can do it in Hocking Hills at a campsite <laughs> next to our car. So, uh, the wind picks up more. It's getting even colder now. Now it's like in the forties, and we're not like prepared for this at all. None of our sleeping bags are appropriate for this. And so, eventually, it starts raining. And you can hear it first on the tent, and then it starts coming inside. We're like, okay, it's going to pass real soon. You know, it's just a we can tough shower. it out. We can tough it out. About ten minutes later, there's about a half an inch of water in our tent, and we're like, okay, screw this. We're going in the car. So we, we just leave everything in the in the tent. And what's funny is uh, when we get in the car, we're so cold, and there's no blanket or anything. And we're like, oh man. <laughs> Well, we got to do it. We got to cuddle. <laughs> and we were like, we were huddling together in the back and uh, like eating these stale tortilla chips or something. <laughs> and then, and then Robbie comes in and he's like, oh man, it's cold. And he, he pulls the rug off of the gra- the floor of the car and puts it over him. And I'm like, oh crap, there was something after all that I could use. <laughs> so the, instead of floor mats, you guys just had like these little rugs. Yeah, yeah. So I was... I for some unknown reason I I didn't pack any blankets, any sleeping bags, nothing. Wait, really? I just had hoped. Yeah, I don't know what the crap I was thinking. I just assumed somebody else would bring. So all I had was a coat. So I come in and then I'm just like, oh god, I need anything. And then I just like pulled those off and then, the ground. And then through the night, Danny comes into the car and he sleeps in there too. And the next morning, the only two people left outside are Brian and Carl. Carl, who has a flight suit on, yeah. No, 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 no. Danny was one one of the people who had the flight suit. I think Adam was in the car with us. No, no, Adam had the flight suit. I, I, there's a, yeah, Adam had the flight yeah. suit. Okay, well, then Adam and Danny both had flight suits, because Danny definitely had a flight suit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they Brian... also had a, they had a circus-sized tent. Like, literally, it could house, like, 50 people. <laughs> and then Brian, the next day, Brian, we opened the tent up. He's in there, covered in a sleeping bag, like, 50 coats. You're like, no, the only thing you can see... <laughs> Wait, go ahead. I took everything that Robbie had abandoned in the tent and used it to cover myself and made it and like, through the night. You had like a hoodie on and you had it like pulled all the way and like there was one single string. So it looked like you were like a mosquito like, with a little <laughs> 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 Oh, 
<laughs> you know, the, the lesson that you can get from all of this is that you don't need, like, especially if you do, like, these low-risk type of things. Like oh, yeah. Hills, you don't need any equipment or any experience You can, because it's actually, like, kind of a good learning lesson mm-hmm. or a learning experience because you go through something like that, you will never have a crappy sleeping <laughs> bag again. You'll be like, I will never, ever sleep like that again. <laughs> yeah, I will fix this. It's true. If you don't feel the urge to, like, look into that, you will after you do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I should like, mention that um, before the rainstorm, uh, Thomas found on the map a nice lake, and we all decided to go there and watch the stars. And those were some of the most amazing stars I had seen up to that point. Like, it was just yeah, so think, many. Did, were we actually able to see the Milky Way at that point? Uh, maybe we were really able faintly, to see, but... like, the dust If of we it. were, we probably weren't aware, aware of the fact that we could see it. Because we were just so inexperienced. It was, it was super. No, we we were specifically looking for the Milky Way. No, I don't. I don't think we can see it. I think like maybe we thought we did, or it was super faint. But no. Well, in any case, the Milky Way is great. (laughs) Try to see that if you can. (laughs) Check it out, kids. All right. Well, I think this is my cue to go. Uh, Maybe we can touch on everybody's personal life uh, every new week. So thanks, guys, for listening to me. But these guys have some great stories to tell about something else (laughs) that isn't related to me. All right. So well, I think we'll just go ahead and end the episode now, since uh, you oh. gotta go, and I think this is a nice stopping point anyway. Sounds so, uh, good. Yeah, this has uh, been episode one of Campfire Chronicles, yep. the official Adventure Archives podcast. It's July twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen, and it's ten forty nine in the evening, except for it's seven forty nine for <laughs> Thomas. And, and uh, <laughs> we can go ahead and put yeah, that fire out. You can edit that sound effect in later. <laughs> <laughs> I saw how just, you were scum. Add, add, a, add a trickling sound, like a, just water, just like peeing it out. <laughs> okay, I, I will. I will be sure to record all of this and make it very high production values. And everything. So don't worry. All right. All right. Okay, uh, uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, we're going to be doing this podcast every Friday, so it'll probably release every Saturday. So, you can find us on YouTube at Adventure Archives. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Adventure Archives. You can find us on Twitter at ADVARCH64, and you can find us on Instagram at Andrew, what is our Instagram? Uh, Adventure Archives. <laughs> Adventure Archives, okay? And then, so use any of those three methods to, four methods to contact us. Like, share, subscribe, yeah. I mean, tell your family, watch it with your family. This is a, this is a family-friendly show. Oh, yeah. You, you know, a Prairie Home Companion is uh, retiring Garrison Keeler. Well, Garrison Keeler's retiring. So, you know, after he leaves, we're a good replacement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was sunny on the old Great Plains. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell me all more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And remember Red River Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs>